Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to The Social Circus, where every week we dive into a variety of topics covering social media, mindset, and how to run your business. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Hello and a welcome to episode 33 of The Social Circus. I'm your host, Sarah Thompson, and this week I'm doing a solo episode, which is actually one of my favorite things to do because it means I can dive in and get to, uh, get to enjoy the sound of my own voice, which is always fun. Um, for those of you who don't know me, I spend such a big chunk of time in my business talking to myself, um, usually staring at a screen while I'm coaching my clients. And um, I do love to try and record episodes when I see trends coming through and um, how I can share some of my wisdom. So in today's episode, what I wanted to talk to you about was my worst, best launch that I've had in my business. Now, for those of you who um, don't know, in my business, I have multiple um, digital courses that I offer um, as available that you can buy on my website at any time. But I also like to try and run them live as a live round once or twice a year. And this means that I dive into that launch process. So if this is something you haven't tried before, it can feel really, really daunting. Um, When we look online and we watch other digital course creators, one of the things that I have noticed is that they constantly talk about these enormous launches that they have where they've made like over a million dollars in a launch or you know, $50,000, $100,000. And it feels really intimidating for the rest of us as to why we can't achieve that kind of success. And the reality of it is that the launch is all about creating lots of energy and momentum. And each time we create and do a launch in our business, it is an opportunity for us to, to kind of learn new things, test new things and see how that goes. Now, um, I will be really, really honest. I have not done lots of launches in my business. It's not something that I have loved at all. Um, I think I just find it all a lot of, a lot of moving parts and I'll be really, really frank. So my journey into digital courses started in September, 2019. And I spent about five or six months creating my first online course, which I launched in February 2020. And when I say launched, I use that term really loosely because what I did was I had a tiny, tiny email list that I sent maybe two emails to. I put a couple of offers in my Facebook group and I put a couple of offers on my social media. And that was it. So that was my first launch. And the reality of it is I had a nice audience who were used to working with me that bought. So that did okay. And since then, I haven't really done a lot of launching because I get really daunted. So during 2020 and 2021, we had COVID and lots going on. And I kind of took that opportunity to double down inside my business to actually create more digital courses. And coming into this year, my goal was to really try and do some launching and get some skills around that. So um, last year, I introduced a boot camp into my business, which allowed me to get people to come and try before you buy, i.e. try me out to see if I suited them. And that boot camp led into some of my launches. So I've run a boot camp last year and a boot camp this year. And I also added a webinar into my business. Now, let me be honest, when I first launched in February 2020, it felt like someone should have awarded me a gold medal at the Olympics because I had created a digital course. And I actually had no energy left to do much marketing after that. It was so full on, like it takes so much energy. It's almost like creating another business, creating an online course. And so when it came to actually launching, I was like, well, I've got nothing left in the tank. So I didn't have a webinar. I didn't have a boot camp. I didn't really do much of anything. And I'm actually surprised I had any sales. I guess it was a testament to the fact that I had an audience. So I've tried a few things since then. And this year, 
I've really been upping my skills in terms of how do you launch and using things like webinars and bootcamp to really open that, open that sort of pathway into my door open, um, you know, sales, those kind of things. And it's been a really interesting process. And I wanted to share that with you because I think that when we watch the big, the big kind of kids on the block of let's call them that and watch how they tend to do their launches, it can feel really daunting. So I wanted to talk about some of the things that I've tried and how has that gone and how am I keeping moving forward to add to success? So here's the reality of a launch. Every time you launch, it is an opportunity for you to learn some lessons in your business. So do not imagine that your first launch is going to be 25,000 different moving parts. It's okay if you just do a couple of things. Um, But what I would encourage you to do, and this is so, so important, is to document those. So I'm a lover of Excel spreadsheets. And so I keep a track of all of my launches in terms of the finances, i.e. what revenue did they raise? And then I keep a track of what is it that I actually did. And about halfway through this year, I actually launched a course that I have never really launched properly. I created it in um, 2020 and I did a cart open once to do a live round of it. And it's sat there ever since. And the reason for that is simple. It was to do with Facebook groups and there really had been a lot of changes around Facebook and essentially the whole course needed updating. So it's a big effort. So I decided that if I didn't do a launch, I was never going to update this course and it was going to sort of die on the vine on my website kind of thing. So I decided to update the course. I decided to do a launch. Now, here's a few things that I tried and tested that did and didn't work. Um, So the reason I called this my best worst launch is because it was probably the best launch I had done in terms of all of the moving parts, but it was probably the worst launch that I had done in terms of the revenue that it raised. So let's talk about what I did and what did I learn. So first of all, I actually created a webinar to to launch this course, uh, which was really fun because I hadn't written a webinar to go with that course. And I was actually really proud of the webinar. It was really well received. I had I ran it at two different times um, and I had a couple of hundred people register for each one, which was pretty exciting. I did run Facebook ads to get people to attend that. So here's one of the things that I learned, which was a terrible mistake. Um, I have people in um, who follow me all around the world. And what I wanted to do was offer different time zones and different days to try and accommodate people. Now that makes cart open very difficult on a launch. So my lesson from that is it's a great idea to run different webinars at different times, but try and make them both on the same day. So maybe like an 8am and a 5pm would have been easier um, because it all made the cart open a little bit clunky and a little bit messy. The other thing that I decided to do this time was to try a shorter cart open. So with that in mind, I've previously done a 14 day um, cart open and cart closed. And for this launch, I did a seven days. And I have to say it was probably a little bit tight. And I think I would try maybe a 10 day cart open. I think it just gives people a little bit more breathing space. The other thing that I tried was having different early bird bonuses and webinar bonuses. Now, this is something that I've always seen done before and just simply haven't had the mental bandwidth to create. So um, I did have a little bit of fun with that. Um, I feel like I maybe offered too big a discount to start off with, and that made sales really hard to come through. And moving forward, I'm going to really closely examine how I offer discounts around my launches. And I'm going to be looking really closely at things like bonuses rather than discounts, because 
Um, when you offer a discount, it's actually really hard to bring in sales once that discount has ended, like an early bird discount. So moving ahead, I think I'm going to be looking at bonuses rather than discounts. So that was another lesson that I had learned, which was quite interesting. The other thing that I did quite well is I did show up really, really well on social media. Now, this is something I, this is embarrassing because I am in social media, but I find it hard to find that mental bandwidth to put lots of content on social media. But here's the reality of it is during a launch, you have to show up so much on your social media. So I want you to start thinking about when you are launching, how much effort are you putting into your social media? You want to be thinking about posting two to three times every day during your cart open. So this can include reels going live. Now lives are fantastic because it's really an opportunity to talk to your audience, um, doing lots of stories, giving lots of information. Now remember your webinar or your sort of like your lead into your launch, whether it's a bootcamp or webinar, that's an opportunity to let people know things are coming. It's a really great idea to let people know that your doors are about to open. So you can spend probably a couple of weeks doing a warm up or a lead into that cart open. And again, I did a little bit of this, but I have to say it's something that I would like to examine more. And as I watch other people doing launches, it's really interesting to watch them doing this countdown to when cart opens and really building that momentum and excitement. So that's something I would actively encourage you to do is really showing up as much as you can on social media. I actually don't think you could do enough on social. There is so many activities that you can try out and it's all about trying out different types of content and seeing what lands with your audience. Do not underestimate the power of lives and going live in things like your Facebook group, going live on your Instagram page. All of that makes fantastic content. And it's a really good opportunity for you to talk to your audience about what it is that's going on. So consider that kind of thing. Now, the other major marketing that we often do around a launch is to do with email marketing. And again, this is something that I've been quite reluctant to kind of blitz my audience because I'm scared of upsetting people. I'm scared of unsubscribes. And I kind of thought, look, I need to push through some of that and really do a proper campaign where people know that I'm launching. People know that there's an offer on. They know that there's an early bird. They know all of those mechanics and they know when cart is closing. So I worked really hard on that. And I probably sent out in that seven day cart open about 10 emails, which is the most that I have ever done. And here's the really interesting thing about that. My unsubscribes didn't go up very much, which was what my biggest fear was. I worked very hard on building my list and I was really worried that people were going to be turned off by these sales emails and they weren't at all. Um, it was really, really interesting to see that my unsubscribes didn't um, skyrocket. They went up slightly, but nothing that made me feel um, sort of jittery about the launch process at all. Now I did do a bit more planning in terms of my emails. So I actually mapped out what my seven day cart open would look like in terms of my early birds, my offers, those kind of things. And I added a little bit more complexity to it, which is definitely something I hadn't really tried in the past because I was so overwhelmed with the notion of launching that these all felt like quite hard things to do. So it's good to kind of, you know, keep adding little bits and pieces in there and seeing how you go. Now, when it came to the course itself and purchasing this, it is something um, that I've wanted to bring into my business and I'm much more confident using now than I was, say, two and a half years ago. And this was the concept of bumps, upsells and downsells. Now, these are an amazing opportunity for you to get your audience to pay for extra products outside of the course, which will definitely resonate with them. And it's really, really interesting as you have more digital products in your business 
how much more achievable this becomes. So again, going back to my first launch in Feb 2020, I remember listening to a whole, um, like a whole class on bumps and upsells and downsells and thinking to myself, it's all I can do to create one product. Okay. (laughs) And so I just launched with that one product, no bumps, no upsells, no downsells. And so that was, that was that, and that's okay. But Moving forward, I've got really confident. I have lots of digital products inside my businesses, some obviously big courses and others little mini components. So putting together bumps, upsells and downsells is a really great way to put more offering in front of your business. Remember, people are already buying from you. And so what you should consider is what else would resonate with them? So a bump is something that happens on the order form as they are completing their order. Now, a bump is something that should go really well with the product that they're buying. And the question you should ask themselves, ask yourself for a bump is what will help my audience get the result that they're looking for faster? So what will get them there faster is a really good question to ask yourself. So with that in mind, you create a bump that is aligned to your digital course that you're selling. And then when you go through to the upsell or the downsell, this actually happens after they have completed their transactions. So they will then get two two transactions on their credit card or their PayPal, depending on what it is that they're using. And this is then I, I often feel that upsells and downsells feel less scary because someone's already given you your money. So sometimes with bumps, I feel like, well, what if I annoy them and they don't even complete any transaction on there? So if you're worried about that, don't pop a bump in, uh, go straight for upsells and downsells. And again, there is so much strategy around how you price all of these things. And I think you can overcomplicate it and ask yourself what seems like a really good offer and what would seem irresistible for your audience. And with an upsell, you want to think about what will what will take your audience to the next step. So if the course is, you know, course A, and then the bump takes them there faster, like it accelerates their progress. Once they finish that, what would be the logical next step for them to take in their business? And that's what you should be offering as your upsell. With your downsell, and I'm surprised how often people in my business take a downsell. Uh, Again, I was really reluctant to do that because I feel like people are fighting their way through this sales process to get out the end of it alive with their credit card intact. Um, But I have made a lot of peace with that process knowing that No one is under any obligation to buy and we don't have to force people. But what we're doing is putting great offers in front of them that hopefully will resonate with them and that they'll take. So with my downsells, I tend to make them very irresistible um, and something that seems like it would be a win for them in their business. So again, adding those in was something that I consider to be a real win in terms of creating a more robust launch process. And that was pretty exciting for me in my business. The other thing that I'm working really hard on, and I would definitely admit that this is a work in progress, um, is creating that time and mental space to show up with energy when I'm doing a launch. Now, if you're like me, you run a busy business and unfortunately we don't always have the capacity to take time out whilst we are launching. But what I would encourage you to do is block out time in your business to actively work on your launches. So If you are completely organized and all of your emails are scheduled, all of your social media is scheduled and you think, oh, Sarah, I can keep running my business. Please trust me when I say you will definitely need time during your launch. So here's some of the things I want you to think about creating time for. So with the emails, when you send them out, people will hit reply and ask you questions. And I'm sorry to say this, they will ask you questions which are answered in your emails. Okay. 
And it is our job to make life easy for them because sometimes our emails are quite long and they maybe didn't read all of it. But you want to create time and space to respond to people's emails. You want to respond with politeness so you don't go, it's in the email, duh. Like you can't speak like that. You have to be really polite. You have to be helpful. You have to be enthusiastic. So if you're very busy and squeezing that in somewhere in your day, it tends to make us a little bit short on, um, what's the word? short on patience. I'm generally short on that anyway, but it makes us a little bit short on patience and you don't want that to come through in your email. So give yourself some time and space to respond to people. The other thing that you want to be doing during your live launch is showing up live. So this means on your Instagram and Facebook stories and on your lives, you want to be going live at least once a day on one of those things. So this means you need some mental space to do that because going live means a You've got to put your face on and do your hair and you need to show up and give yourself space to do that. So I'm quite comfortable showing up live, but I also know that when I go live, people send me lots of DMs and I need to respond to those. So again, it's about creating that time and energy around that because I want to respond with really nice answers to people. I want to respond with energy and helpfulness. So keep in mind when you are launching, you definitely need time for that. Now I will share with you because when I was launching, I'm busy, busy coaching. And I was thinking, oh, I just blocked out. I like, I'd probably blocked out about two hours a day during my launch, which felt like a lot, but I was still doing lots of things around the home and busy in my business. And I'm actually in a mastermind and someone in my mastermind was launching the same week that I was. And she obviously is at a different point than I am. And she had written in the group that she was off to New York to do her launch for eight days. And I was like, oh, wow. And there was part of me that felt uber jealous because I thought, oh, I'm still at home running my business, taking care of my family, doing all of the things. But it gave me a moment of feeling about what's possible. So it's possible to do that once you start to have really big launches So I set myself a little bit of a goal. So um, in 2023, when I do launches, it is my intention to try and book out the whole week, which means that I will not have clients the week of the launch. And I will have lots of that mental bandwidth to really dedicate my energy to launching. So that was my first step. My next goal is to actually book myself to go away, even if it's a hotel in my hometown in Perth, because it means I get away from the day-to-day activities that um, are required when you run a business at home, you have a family, you have life commitments. So that's my next goal. And then my big goal, which will come to me hopefully in 2024 is to go overseas and be away from everything while I'm doing my launch so that all of my energy is focused in on that. So I will keep you updated in the podcast as to how I progress with that. Now, one other tip that I would like to give you about launching is that it does take your mind away from other activities. So if you can, during a launch period, get some extra support in your business, wonderful. Put your team on notice that you need them to be a little bit more available. I would also encourage you to let your family and friends know that you're going to be really busy. If people offer help, fantastic, say yes. But if you don't have any help around your house, why not consider just booking in someone to come and do a clean a couple of times just to ease that pressure, Um, get some ready-made meals delivered, um, get yourself some Uber Eats, but really take the pressure off yourself in terms of general life activities so you can really focus your time and energy on your launch. Now, I want to just wrap up and say that every time we launch, it is definitely an opportunity for us to learn and grow and to create more exciting things in our business. Now, I definitely have, I've had three launches this year and I wouldn't say they've been 
um, you know, earth shattering in terms of I've earned a hundred thousand dollars or anything crazy like that. But I have learned so much. I have grown in confidence and I feel like every time I launch, I'm getting better and better at it. So I would actively encourage you if this is something you haven't done in your business, please start tracking your launches. Do not just track the numbers, track what it is that you did. Did you do a webinar? Did you do a, a, like a boot camp in a Facebook group? Did you do a live track? What social media you actually did? Because all of that activity builds momentum. And then next time you go to do a launch, you'll be able to see, well, that was my new norm. I did all those things. What else can I add to that to really level it up? So each time you launch the, the opportunity is to add more things in it because you get more confident. Okay. So I wish you every success. If you're thinking of doing a launch of a digital product in your business, it is a really exciting and rewarding yet super emotional time for you. And remember that the goal is improvement. We don't have to hit a finite financial number. We can have lots of lessons learned of lots of growth opportunities that will help us move forward in our business. So I wish you every success in your launch if you're planning one at the moment or thinking of diving into one next year. Um, as always, um, there's lots of information in my show notes. I'd love to connect with you and hear how you get on. And I wish you all a wonderful week and I'll see you at the same time next week on The Social Circus. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Social Circus. As your host, Sarah Thompson, I am thrilled that you've chosen to spend your time hanging out with me. I would be so grateful if you could spare an extra moment to go and leave me a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you even felt more excited, you could share my podcast with your friends who you think would get great value from it. Thanks so much again for tuning in.